0: why hey there welcome to the business of ergonomics podcast i'm darcy jeremy today on the show i'm going to be sharing with you the top five ergo services that you can start offering clients today that doesn't cost you a lot of money or take a lot of resources to get going welcome to the business of ergonomics podcast I'm your host, Darcy Jeremy. I'm a board-certified professional ergonomist with over 15 years of experience delivering ergonomics programs to employers of all different types. In this podcast, I share what other healthcare professionals are already doing and being with ergonomics assessments and how to land those clients that you dream of. Without further ado, let's jump into this episode right now. So today I want to give you a list of my favorite ergonomic services to start with. You may be looking at ergonomics as something that you can offer the people coming into your clinics, or you can start as a side hustle away from your nine to five, and that's all well and good, but here's the thing, taking a course on how to do ergonomics assessments Doesn't necessarily mean you'll be able to book clients with just that knowledge alone. Here's why that's so important to truly understand and to move forward with. It's not only the marketing side of presenting what you do, how you do it, and the results that you get your clients, it's the types of services to move forward with as well. So I have ranked. My favorite ergonomic services to start with, and it starts from the easiest to implement to the more complex, and complex does mean you do need some experience in ergonomic systems processes and really how to package something that really relates to your client. I broke it down like this, to be considered the easiest, so in the top, let's say three it has to be easy to implement. From deciding to have this service, to offer the service to clients, you should be able to implement it quickly. So in one week or less, you don't need any other assets. And an asset could be equipment to measure the force, or it could be designing a, a template or a slide deck for a presentation. It has to be value added to the workplace and you must be able to charge for it. Before we dive into this top five list of the top ergo services that I would recommend moving forward with, I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pencil. I want you to make a list of what your assets are right now. What's your background? What types of service offerings have you done in the past? And I want you to make a list of everything that you have at your disposal that you can offer workplaces today. It's valuable to make two columns. On the left hand side, write down the assets that you have right now. And on the right hand side, write down assets that you want to have, but you must develop it over time. So maybe you have to develop a discomfort survey or a workplace ergonomics education session slide deck. And I want you to know that both of these are available in the programs that I offer in Accelerate and the Ergonomics Blueprint. For more details, just head to the show notes and I'll break it down exactly how to get started with that. From chatting with various members of my programs over the years, I have come to the conclusion That many people may be ready, but they need to have that confidence to really go for it. It's a healthy thing to do to question yourself, I believe. I want you to try to peel away the layers of the onion and ask yourself, are those concerns experience-based? For instance, you need to just get more experience with clients doing more assessments Or practice more your training that you would be offering? Or are your concerns information-based? Maybe you need to be up-to-date on the literature. You want to have a more thorough process of how you do ergonomics assessments. So take a second and decide. Is it experienced or is it information for you? Or maybe none of those apply and you're ready to get going. With that, let's jump into my snazzy top five ergonomic services to offer employers right now. And remember, we're starting from the simplest to implement to the most complex. So number one, the absolute simplest service to offer employers are ergonomics equipment consultations. It's by far the simplest deliverable to offer because you don't need any assets, just your knowledge. Specifically, this is where you use your expertise to help workplaces with purchasing decisions. The reason why this is so valuable is that you don't necessarily perform an ergonomics assessment or even do a a complex report, but you do need to meet with clients and ensure that they are purchasing the best equipment to fit the needs of their staff. It could be that a client needs your expertise because they're doing a reno and they want to make sure that the chairs and other equipment that they invest in are actually adjustable in the first place. So often I have seen that come up as an issue years down the line, or maybe it's for ensuring that the people working from home have the best setup, or it could mean that you're implementing a process. So whenever anyone needs a new piece of equipment, they have a preferred list. And this kind of goes with number five. So hold on to that thought. Lastly, how you would typically charge for this is that it would likely be an hourly consultation rate here with ergonomics equipment consultations. Let's move on to number two. And what this is, is office ergonomics risk assessments. This is the second most simple to implement and offer workplaces. Specifically, I want to make a note that this is for the office because it's the most simple to start. You don't need complex ergonomics equipment, so I'm talking about force transducers, and you don't need to understand complex ergonomics risk assessment tools from which there's more than 30 to pick based on what the needs of that ergonomics risk assessment is. With office risk assessments, there's so many iterations of this available, many service providers will use their background to offer something truly unique. However, the process usually follows this. It's a risk assessment. Immediate modifications are completed with an Office ergonomics risk assessment and a detailed report is then sent to the client and the employer afterward. I want you to consider these assets here. And this has really helped me when completing fast and effective office ergonomics reports. To give you context, when I first started doing office ergonomics reports, after years of doing industrial ergonomics reports in general, it still took me a very long time to figure out because of the specific phrasing. And if you've ever done anything new, I'm sure you can relate to this too. How to do an ergonomics assessment report is really useful if you can do it as fast as possible. Because let's face it, this is the one thing that could be between you and making a great ROI on your time doing these. Most ergonomics consultants charge anywhere between $300 to $1,000 per ergonomics risk assessment and charging under $300 for something like this makes it incredibly difficult to generate a profit. However, one way to make this as efficient and effective as possible is to make the report writing process as fast as possible. So, what I have done and what I recommend you doing is start to put together a database from all the past ergonomics risk assessments that you have done and Make it as general as possible and organize it in a way that's easily searchable. And this is exactly what I did. After years of experience, I was able to get this really down to an art and a science. And I was able to write simple reports in as little as 30 minutes by simply copying and pasting from that database that I had for context here. When I started doing office ergonomics reports, it took me over four hours to do the first one, and it was not very good. I was able to have a mentor, and that mentor absolutely ripped that report apart. Of course, it hurt, but I know that it was making me a better consultant. After years of doing this and finding out the best way, I have developed a database, and now I offer it to people in my programs. It's easy to copy and paste, and if you are a member of the Accelerate program, you actually have this in an app, so you can bring your report writing down, especially when you're first getting started in this, to, like I mentioned, between 30 minutes. I've had members that have zero experience in doing ergonomics assessments write their first report in an hour, which is very fast. This is what I like to call the swipe file. And it's, like I said, included in all my programs in both the Ergonomics Blueprint and the Accelerate program. But if you are in the Accelerate program, you get this in an app and it's searchable and it's so easy and fun to use. Let's talk about the applications of an office ergonomics risk assessment. It's simple. There's two. You can either be reactive, so after an injury occurs and you're trying to get that person back to work if it's um, a compensable injury, which means it happened at the workplace, or maybe someone is in a lot of pain and they call you in to stop that pain from progressing and to engineer out that pain from um, their workstation. The other s- application includes preventative. And this preventative thing, this is really interesting because this allows you to get into really unique service offerings. This is where you are providing that reassurance, that due diligence that someone is set up correctly without pain. Applications of this includes annual checkups, new hires, new equipment reviews. You can use a priority list of identifying who needs ergonomics assessments based on discomfort surveys. Remember, I mentioned that in the beginning of this episode, so that's a really good asset to have here. And you can use this whenever anyone uses or changes workstations. You can charge hourly project-based pricing, or even you can go into a retainer system for programs for this. All right, my friend, we are moving on to number three education sessions education training however you want to identify this type of service to provide your clients it's number 3 because there is no fancy equipment that is required to complete this it's a value added service because many workplaces are required to have that quote unquote check in the box that they are fulfilling that ergonomics portion of their occupational health and safety obligations. It's a quick one. It's easy. Workplaces need this. Us as ergonomic service providers know that they need this. However, here's the catch. You will require, over time, to develop an asset here. A slide deck based on your experience to what really works for your clients. And you really want to focus on quick wins that are simple enough for that client to understand. So what this means is that it's more practical, less ivory tower jargon that me and you love, but those people who are working out there, whether it's in industry or the office, do not understand and likely do not care about. There is a fine line when you're doing these training sessions, because you only have a small amount of time. Maybe you have 30 minutes or 40 minutes plus 20 minutes of questions. And because of that, you want to provide so much value without the confusion and without the trap of recommending specific equipment. This could really backfire. So you've probably heard of Back training, lifting training, manual material handling, and industry. That's the perfect example here. And in the office, this would be how to set up your office yourself. Oftentimes, with education sessions, the value here is that you're helping a workplace with that desired need, whether it's a check in the blocks or part of their overall system to reduce injuries, you are also building up that know, like, and trust factor so that when any musculoskeletal pain develops, or maybe there's a work-related musculoskeletal issue that occurs, you can consult on those issues because you showed your your authority on the subject. And that's the really neat thing with this. For education session, it's probably not going to be charged by the hour. It's probably going to be just a fee. We're moving on to number four, my friend. And this is probably my favorite type of service offering. Not only because employers and workplaces simply love this, but it blows minds when I talk about this to other ergonomic service providers. And this is what I like to refer as the creative combinations of services. This is number four because it does require some advanced techniques to understand how different programs and offerings that you have work with each other. And you also need to have some assets at your fingertips. This represents a really good first step because it's a client fave. And the reason why it's a client fave is that so many workplaces get the most bang for their buck or a great ROI. A really good way of thinking of creative combination of services is a hybrid of one-on-one office ergonomics assessments, and training. So with office ergonomics assessments, you are really just targeting one person, but you're providing immense value and a very big impact. And with training, you are able to impact a large amount of people, so your net's bigger. However, the degree of change that can typically be made with a training is very low because we're focusing on behavior change. And the literature hands down says when you're only focusing on behavior change, you're relying too much on that person who's not an expert to be moving forward with um, ergonomics changes. And we all know how that works out over the long period of time. So back to this. Here's just one combination or hybrid of services that I really like. It combines the training with a really quick follow-up. So it's kind of the best of both worlds. And it would look like this. So you would do an ergonomics training for an entire workplace. And the instructions of this would be for all participants to go back to their workstations and make the appropriate adjustments. This is where the hybrid comes in. So you will be able to charge a little bit higher than just a training. You then follow up with each of the participants with a very quick, rapid check. And this is anywhere between just two to five minutes long. And you are ensuring that appropriate adjustments were made if they even did anything. And you would be surprised with the amount of people that simply don't do anything So when you are talking about the ROI of hybrid solutions to decision makers in that company, you can speak to this right here, that anecdotally, there is more than a 50% improvement and reduction of ergonomic risk when you are doing a rapid follow-up with an expert who is yourself. As I mentioned, you can charge more for hybrid and combination services because there's just more value. And it's also going to take more time for you to do this. However, this is a really good thing on your side. You do not have to commute to another workplace to do this. You're already there. So it's even a most amazing part of your time too, because you're already there doing it. Moving forward, too, there is that ability to identify the red flags in that workplace for future work. It could be equipment that is old and malfunctioning that you can provide a consultation to, or it could be certain individuals that have extreme discomfort and A really thorough ergonomics analysis for that person to resolve the issues would require more of your time. So you will have to book time to see that person and you can have that conversation with the decision maker. See how that translates into more ergonomics assessments. There's so much value here with creative combination services or hybrid, however you want to identify it. I really encourage you to move forward with this, number four. All right, we are on number five. So this is the more complex types of service to offer workplaces. You might be surprised with this one. It's ergonomics policy or program development. After doing a lot of work with workplaces, you might find reoccurring questions coming up, including the process of what happens when an injury occurs. Are there any protocols to whom would get an ergonomics assessment and who would not? Maybe you want to be looking at something to encourage early reporting of musculoskeletal discomfort, more of the prevention to stop that injury from developing ever in the first place. There's just some of the questions that you'll answer when looking at implementing an ergonomics policy or program development. Some workplaces are hesitant to put in place another policy. So you're just going to have to gauge whether or not you want to be identifying this as a program development or a policy development. So use your expertise here. The reason why this is identified as number five is that it takes years of consulting and ergonomics to find out what works really well and how you can recommend that workplaces and employers prevent injuries from ever occurring in the first place and how to get people back to work as fast as possible. You might find that you need to be in communication with one or more different departments in that workplace, so that this can be as clear and appropriate to that workplace. There's a lot of different documents out there that can form the basis. If you have ever looked at the workplace prevention guide that Ontario has, that's a province in Canada, check that out. And if you've ever looked at the um, Institute for Work and health, you definitely want to check that out too. Those are really good guides that you can develop a template on. This is the really neat thing diving more into this template idea. You develop this template first of what really works based on your research and your experience. And through conversations with the employer, identifying what parts of the system that they have, maybe conversations with other departments within that workplace, you can tailor exactly what that client would require. So it makes sense, it's crystal clear, and it's a living document that can really help that workplace. All right, my friends. So that was a really long episode. I just love talking about this type of thing because this is the stuff that takes years in the field to develop. A course that you take isn't going to teach you how to apply your ergonomics expertise. And maybe you're only offering how to do an office ergonomic assessment. But the, the real deal here is the creative other services that you can offer employers. There's just so many ways that you can earn money here. And if you're not, I really want to encourage you, to move forward with at least one additional service from this list. If I missed any services that you love doing, please reach out to me. Let me know what those services are, because I would love to know because I am always improving as well. If this clarifies your next steps, I want to encourage you to sign up for the wait list for the Accelerate program. One of the big values of the Accelerate program is that you get access to peers. These are ergonomic service providers from all over the world who have similar questions to you who are also building their ergonomics consulting business. They're like-minded. They're personal development strong people and you can get access to that it's just one of the major points and perks of the Accelerate program. So I'm launching it at the end of June, and I want you to join me for that. So if you're interested in learning more about what the Accelerate program can do for you, all you have to do is head to ergonomicshelp.com/slashbiz slash biz, B-I-Z. That's ergonomicshelpcom biz. And I'm going to be including that in the show notes for you.